Hello, and welcome to Let's Get Real, a fierce heart-centered revolution. I'm your host, Adam Bobolia, and I've been um, strategizing this revolution for the last six months for my whole life. And uh, I'm a board-certified behavior analyst. I'm a teacher. I'm a lover of poetry, a poet, a musician, a lover of music, and um, a lover of feeling and soul, all things that have soul heart and soul heart and soul I fell in love with you heart and soul I love the heart and soul of Samantha singing limitless fucking potential is the carrier wave of this revolution and uh, this um, this podcast is dedicated to getting real being ourselves and starting the revolution right here right now in our hearts the revolution starts right here, right now, in our hearts. This episode is called In These Dark Times, A Heart-Centered Revolution. Humanity stands at the edge of a knife. We're about to kill ourselves. It's like we have a knife to our own wrists or to our own throat, actually. I feel like we have a knife to our own throat with the way we're handling climate change, with the way we're treating other people. I mean, how long will we allow rape, murder, and torture to exist in this world? Like, how long? Like, let's get real. Like, is anyone really happy on this planet? You know, um, if you're rich, are you, you really satisfied with that? Like, do you know how many people are poor because you're rich? Like, do you know how many people are breaking their backs to support your lifestyle? You know how many people are enslaved by the economic system. So, you know, you might live in your pretty house, you know, your, you know, good lifestyle. You know, I, I, I have money. I have resources. I, I think about it every day. I'm like, you know, how can I work for the good of the have-nots? How can I work for the good of the people that don't have it? Because I honor their suffering and I don't like this system. And I, you know, I, I experimented with being a have-not and being poor and, did that for a number of years, you know, six years. And just, it, I didn't have the mobility and freedom I needed to fulfill my potential. So I learned how to make money, but like, you know, and I will help anyone I can like rise up out of their circumstances and, and get, find their way. But like yet this society feeds off of, you know, the rich feed off of the poor, the haves feed off of the have nots, the privileged feed off of the underprivileged, you know, the white, the white feed off of the non-whites. I mean, you know, look at the role Africa plays in our world. I mean, how much it's being exploited. I mean, you know, all the quote-unquote third world, you know, the quote-unquote developing countries. I mean, like developing, what are they developing into? Places like America? Fuck. I mean, we do not have answers. This, these times... I mean, if you look into the situation in the world, I mean, it's gotten more and more narcissistic. We, you know, we wage war on each other. We kill each other. We kill, um, we wage war on, on the earth herself. You know, every day there are, you know, hundreds of species dying. I don't know if it's every day, you know, but there, there, there have been, what is it, 27,000 species that have died in, in the last... 30 years, I, don't, I, don't, I can't remember the fact. Maybe I'll post it later. But like an obscene amount of, of death. You know, we're committing genocide on other species. We're committing genocide on the earth. Um, 
if we are going to wake up, if we are going to wake up to the humanity, we need to wake up to our own heart. We need to wake up to what's really inside of us because it's too urgent and important for us to not wake up to our heart. When we don't turn away from the suffering, when we turn toward the suffering, you know, the, the, this revolution, you know, the, the most inspiring song is uh, on the turning away, on the turning away from the pale downtrodden, on the turning away from the coldness inside. Don't accept that what's happening is just a case of other suffering. You'll find that you're joining in the turning away. It's a sin that somehow light is changing to shadow and casting its shroud over all we have known. Unaware how the ranks have grown, driven on by a heart of stone, soon we will find we are all alone in the dream of the proud. That's where, where we are right now. We are in the dream of the proud, the narcissist dream. Narcissism runs our world. We need to stand up for ourselves. We need to honor the truth in our hearts and cast off this divisive energy that runs our world. We cannot allow narcissism to rule. On the wings of the night... As the daytime is stirring, as the speechless unite in a silent accord, using words you may find are strange, mesmerize as we light the flame, feel the new winds of change on the wings of the night. No more turning away from the weak and the weary. No more turning away from the coldness inside. Just a world that we all must share. It's not enough just to stand and stare. Is it only a dream that there will be no more turning away? Is it only a dream that there will be no more turning away? I turn toward the suffering. I invite you all to turn with me toward the suffering. I open my heart to feel everything in humanity. Open your heart to feel everything in humanity with me. This is the heart-centered revolution. This is the heart-centered approach to revolutionizing all things. So we open our hearts and we let ourselves feel. This is what our being most wants, is to simply feel and be. It's okay to think. Thinking is a part of being. Just let ourselves come from feeling in our hearts first. The thinking will come after it. There are so many problems in this world. You know, like the, the cruelty I face daily when I'm being myself. The lack of empathy that I face on the daily. I mean, I, you know, since I started this, this other podcast, uh, um, Mean People Suck, Harnessing the power of enemies to realize your dreams, to manifest your dreams. Just, wow, so many enemies. I had no idea how many enemies I had. I've been pretending to be okay with all sorts of subtle denials and divisive energy and energy that tears me down. In the company that I ran, I, I was allowing so much of this to just like really backlog me. And now I'm loving myself too much to allow this energy to exist in my world. And I'm loving you too much to allow this energy to exist in your world. You know, if you stand with me together, we can end the divide between these parts of ourself and between self and other. You know, Bridging Worlds is the name of my company. And, uh, you know, we can bridge these worlds. That's where the heart-centered revolution comes from, this bridging. Bridging of the world of feeling and thinking. Bridging of the world of self and other. Bridging of the world of have and have not. Bridging of the world of advantage and disadvantage. You know, we need to work for the good of all. When we work for the good of some, we 
have a competitive system that doesn't work for everyone. I want a world that works for all, a world that works for every person, a world that works for every being, every creature, ideally, every living thing, all our relations. That's the ethic that many of the Native American tribes and indigenous tribes of all lands seem to embody this ethic of honoring their relations. We are related. We are connected. As in the words of Martin Luther King Jr., all life is interrelated. We are part of an inter... We are... I'm doing this from memory, so bear with me. We are part of an inextricable network of mutuality tied together by a single garment of destiny. Whatever affects one directly affects all indirectly. I can never be what I ought to be until you are what you ought to be. And you can never be what you ought to be until I am what I ought to be. This is the interrelated structure of reality. Your suffering is my suffering. My suffering is your suffering. Your joy is my joy. My joy is your joy. Whatever you're experiencing, I'm experiencing. We are all connected. We are tied together in one single garment of destiny. So I have to work for the good of humanity in order to work for my own good. Like they're inextricably linked. So, you know, you could look at this all as a selfish plan to, you know, get my life the way I want it. Because I've realized that I can't get my life the way I want it unless you get your life the way you want it. So I'm just all, you know, working for my self-interest. But, you know, my self-interest and your the interests for you are, are, are one and the same to me because I'm working for the good of all. That's what I dedicate my heart to. That's what I dedicate my life to, is the good of all. So the revolution starts in our hearts. You know, the, the heart, I mean, we, we've always known, I mean, have we always known? We've, we, you know, there's been conventional wisdom about living in your heart for a long time. There's been, you know, like we talk about heartbreak, we talk about heartbreak because it's a real thing. When we experience the loss of love, when we experience the loss of a connection, a death of a relationship or a death of a loved one, we our heart breaks. And the heartbreak can break our hearts open. The heart is meant to be open. You know, when I talk about heart, I'm talking about an energetic quality that surrounds the organ. I'm not talking about the organ itself although it's part of it. I'm talking about the energetics of this connective aspect of our being. You know, at the physical level, the heart pumps the blood to all parts of the body. At the physical level, the heart is the one that sparks life, and without the heartbeat, there's no life. Um, in fact, you know, my blood, father had a blood clot that stopped his heart, and he, you know, he was dead. Well, and they brought his heart back online, for a little while, he was in a coma, and then he passed away. But that, that you know, basically the stopping of the heart was the key point. And when the heart stopped, you know, I did CPR uh, on him, but uh, we couldn't keep enough oxygen flowing to his brain, and he suffered brain damage. So the heart, you know, drives everything else. In that sense, you know, without the heart, the brain has nothing, you know. Like, that's what happened to my father. My father's brain was brilliant. But uh, when his heart failed him, his brain had no fuel, no oxygen. So the heart, you know, when the heart stops, it's, um, when the heart stops working, we're in trouble. Um, humanity's very much like my father was when his heart stopped beating. I 
believe that humanity's heart has stopped beating at a metaphoric level. We are not feeling each other. We are not loving each other. And when our heart stops beating, we are at the edge of death. This is where I feel we are on the edge of extinction of our species. If we don't do better, if we don't wake up, if we don't live in our hearts, I believe we will all be gone from the earth in the next hundred years. Um, and I don't want it to get further along so that it's harder to reverse. I don't want to pass down to the next generation what's been passed to me here. I want to take responsibility for this and address the problems so that this next generation of leaders can be set up to lead this in a good way. I want to take responsibility for all the problems in humanity and address them with collaborators, with leaders all over the world who want what's good for all of us. I'm a citizen of the planet, in the words of Alanis Morissette. I honor all relations, all relations, all relations. I want the good of everyone to be honored here. So this is the heart-centered revolution, and this is the spark that's most needed for this time. This is the passion, the passion of the heart, the passion of courage. We need to fight for our species. We need to fight for our humanity. We are human beings. What happened? What happened to our being? What happened to humanity? What we're seeing here is insanity, red hot chili peppers. Whatever happened to humanity? Whatever happened to humanity? You know, the power of equality is not yet what it ought to be. It fills me up like a hollow tree. The power of equality. I've got tapes, I've got CDs, I've got my public enemy. My little white ass is tickled pink when I listen to the music that makes me think. Not another motherfucking politician doing nothing but something for his own ambition. God, politics. Politics is so corrupt. Politics is so fucked. Government is not doing enough, not doing anything to address the real problems in our society. And part of that is the governments are limited because they're nation states. We can't live in a system of nation states. That's part of the age of colonialism. We need to shift into a global awareness, an awareness that we are all connected, that we are all one species, that we are one earth, that we are all tied together by that single garment of destiny, whether the ant that we're killing because it's invading our house or the uh, you know, best friend that we're speaking with, that, that we're all connected, all life. You know, when we act like we're not, we are heartless. Everything that you do is part of who you are. Everything that's ever happened to you is part of your life path. It's all connected. And when we, we, we center our awareness in our heart, you know, loving awareness is the key to everything. Where you place your attention to, that's, that's what grows, that's what thrives, that's what prospers. And when we use the power of our loving attention for the good of our heart, for the good of all of humanity, that's what will happen. We need to focus our loving attention on the good of all humanity and start with our own heart, start with our own life, start with our own relationships. This revolution doesn't happen through us taking to the streets and causing political action. We will not do anything but what has always been done, which is some change and then reversal of that change. This revolution happens inside of us. It happens in our hearts and it happens in our relationships, one relationship at a time. It happens from us being ourselves and honoring the flow of our being, not from us doing anything but what's in our heart to do. 
I'm doing this revolution because I can't help but do it. It's just like, um, it's, it's, it would squelch my life force if I did, like repressed it and held it back. I just have to let it out of my heart. It's time to let it out of my heart. I've been holding it back. I've been afraid that I, you know, it's too much for me to carry. I don't know how to do it. All the things that, you know, leaders feel when they don't know how to lead. And, you know, I, I mean, this is a huge task and, you know, I'm up for it. I'm up for taking as big of a leadership role in this as I possibly can to serve humanity for as long as that's the right thing to do. And when it's right for me to pass on that leadership of this revolution, I will pass it on gladly to the next generation or to whomever is best suited to lead. But right now, I feel like I have this vision for humanity, a world that's all connected. And I mean, a lot of us have had this vision, but the, the, the basically the, the pathway to getting here is by setting boundaries. We, we, we use boundaries to say what's allowed and what's not allowed. When we stop allowing unlovingness to exist in our world, when we stop allowing lack of empathy to exist, when we elevate empathy up to its height, its guiding star of all of humanity, when we elevate our hearts as the guiding principle and when we serve our beings rather than our intellects, our, you know, like the talking heads, such a great name of the band, like that's what we are. We are talking heads. We need to be talking beings with head, heart, and hands, as Waldorf education says, you know, thinking, feeling, and willing, um, you know, heart, mind, and body, the whole thing, the whole gamut of the being. We need to incorporate all our aspects. Otherwise, we become fragmented. And when we become fragmented, we become disconnected. When we become disconnected, we expose ourselves to death of our whole species. I don't want humanity to die because of heartlessness, not on my watch. It's really important that we have heart, that we have love. So um, this is the first of many podcasts. Let's get real, you know, heart-centered revolutions or a heart-centered revolution. It's a one and it's many at the same time. There will be many revolutions, but it's all one. It's the one and the many. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you get some inspiration from it. Um, if you want to join in the revolution, uh, we have a website, heartcenteredrevolutions.com. And uh, like us, join us on Facebook. There's, uh, we're going to be doing a combination of financial and non-financial resources. You know, for the non-financial resources, this is one of the elements. There's going to be curriculum, classes, trainings on how to be heart-centered, how to lead in a heart-centered way. And for the financial resources, we're accepting donations in order to really, you know, get the structure ironed out so we can roll out revolutions, revolution, we can revolutionize the elder care system, the health care system, we can revolutionize the socioeconomic system, we can revolutionize the political system, we can revolutionize empathy, and revolutionize our hearts. We can revolutionize our beings. We can revolutionize every aspect of our life. And um, so uh, thanks again for listening. Samantha and I have been doing Sam, uh, Sam Dam Jam with James for a while, and now we've James has left to the East Coast, and we've evolved into Limitless Fucking Potential. 
And Samantha has one of the most beautiful voices I've ever heard. I want it to be heard around the world. It's, you know, her voice is the anthem of this revolution. And, uh, you know, my guitar playing holds space for her voice. And um, we are limitless fucking potential. We believe in the limitless fucking potential of the human soul, of the human heart, of the human being. And so, Samantha, take us out. Peace.